Welcome to The Well Podcast. We pray that this message ministers to you and blesses you as you listen. songs because every one of them was just confirmation of the message that God had given me today and um, he was stirring my spirit so much and you'll the first song we sang says, you've called my name, and I ran out of the grave. So many of us have misperceptions that we're the ones that call out to God. But truly, he is pursuing us. Think about this. He created each and every one of us. We're his kids who was born into darkness, right? Because we're born into the curse. And until we answer his call, we're under that curse. But he says, I have called you out of darkness and into this marvelous light. And then the next song says, dead things coming back to life again. Come alive, wake up, sleeper. He is risen, we are risen with him. He said before we were made, we knew him. So at some point in time, we were with him before we were sent here to this earth. And here we're now, we're awakened. He's awakened us. To be with him once again. And he says. The next song was. He is my faithful father. Calling me. Out of the dark. Jesus defeated the darkness. He has never lost a battle. Jesus mighty overcomer. Our defender. Has conquered it all. And how many times does the enemy. Try to tell us. That we're losing. That we're nothing. We're nobodies. When here the Lord is trying to affirm in us all the time. That we're more than conquerors. That we don't ever have to lose a battle. Because the one who lives in and indwells us. Is the victor. So every battle that comes our way. He, he, he already knows about it. Just as. Sister Linda said, way before she knew what was coming, God had prepared a way for her. And he does that in all of our lives. Part of the problem, though, is that we're not paying attention to what he's telling us. So if we listen to the enemy, he can get us sidetracked of where God desires to take us. And where God desires to take us is into perfection with him. It's perfect union with him. Just in in John 17, that was Jesus' prayer. It was, okay, 
Father, you and I are one. Now I want to be one with them. That's his desire is for us to be one. (laughs) He's so good. You know, all these years, you know, if growing up in the world, we want to do what we want to do. It's all about me and what I desire to do. I, I have to support my family. I have to, I, I have to get this good job. I have to this. I have to that. And the Lord says, son, follow me and I'll show you a better way. And all in the last two weeks, he's had me in John 15. And you spoke that this morning, the fruit. And I'm like, oh, he's not letting it go. <laughs> because there's a message in that. And it's huge. So I'm going to start by reading um, out of the New King James Version. 15, that would be 1 through 17. And it's a lot of reading, so I won't ask you to stand. It says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he props up. You hear that? If you're in him, he's not looking to take you away. I know certain translations says he takes it away, right? But the proper translation is that he brings you in closer. Propping up. Why? Because he desires the best for you. If you're in him, that's what he's saying right here. Every branch in me. The ones that go into the fire are the ones that are cut off. Right? So every branch that is in me that does not bear fruit... He brings in closer or props up that does not bear fruit. He takes, or I'm sorry, in every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. That kind of hurts sometimes. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me. And I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Now we all know that fruit trees, if you break the branch off, it's going to die. Even if that branch has fruit on it, you can break that branch off and that fruit will still stay on that branch and it looks good, it looks appealing. And then it'll just start to wither and die. I believe that's what happens to a lot of people. Is they've been in the vine. And they're they're with him. And then they, they break away. They try to do things on their own accord. And they've been bearing fruit in their life. Now that fruit that's still on them branches starts to rot and wither. And that's not what Christ wants. That's not, that's not why he paid the price. But people, unfortunately, people do fall away. 
And they look, go after the fruit more than they go after him. It says, I am the vine, you are my branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And I've really begun to realize that without him, I cannot do anything. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So will be so you will be my disciples. And I like that because he says by this my father will be glorified. I'm not going to get glory for fruit that you're picking off of my tree. My father in heaven is. He's the source of the fruit, not me, not you. And we have to understand that. And he says, so you will be my disciples. What is a disciple? He's a follower of Christ. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. See, he was sharing that when he walked the earth, he did exactly what he had. He did what his Father asked him to do. He abode in his father's love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. And I, I had to, I have spoken that to a few people this week because it, it, that's what he does. When we're in him, there's a joy that remains in us. That no one can take. No matter what comes against you. That joy cannot be taken. And he says your joy may be full. This is my commandment. That you love me one another. As I have loved you. Greater love. Has no one than this. Than to lay down one's life for his friends. And that's what Jesus did. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer can I call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. I like that. You hear that? All things that he hears from the father he will make known to you. He's not going to keep you in the dark. You did not choose me. But I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you that you love one another. And here's the part that stood out, especially during worship this morning. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And he appointed you. That you should go and bear fruit. And that your fruit should remain. Now I can't go after the fruit. That's pretty evident. Just in this passage of scripture. 
If I don't abide in him, I've got nothing to give to you. I have nothing to share because the word says the letter kills and it's the spirit that gives life. It's the spirit of God that draws us to him. So if I'm going to just speak words, how is that going to draw you to him? My words have to be spirit and life for them to draw you to the Father. And that comes when we abide in him. And how does that look for you? Everybody's walk with the Lord is different. Because we all have different lifestyles. Our families are different. Our work is different. So we have to get in him and walk with him. It's daily in everything that we do. In um, 1 John 2, 27 says, the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you abide in him. This anointing that he's talking about is the Holy Spirit. He comes in. We've received him. He's abiding in us. And I can't read this word without him. If I read this word without him, I won't receive truth. Because I don't have the understanding. Understanding, according to Proverbs, is the knowledge of the Holy One. So for me to receive knowledge or understanding of this word, I have to know him. I have to have knowledge of him. And... The fruit. I asked the Lord, I said, well, I might as well go to the fruit because that's what he wants us to produce, right? He wants to produce this in us for those around us. And when I look at that, I got to go to Galatians 5, starting in verse 16. And this is our biggest war. This is out of the passion. He says, let me emphasize this. As you yield to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. I love that so much because I've watched that manifest in my life. You know, a, a perfect example as far as, you know, literal is... How many of you have just stuffed yourselves at Thanksgiving and you just didn't want to eat another thing because you were just so full, right? And then somebody comes late with this dish that is just amazing and you love it, but it's like, oh man, get that away. I can't handle, no, get it away. I can't eat another thing. See, if we're that full with God in our life, All those things that used to look good to us, they will disgust us. (laughs) That's who he is. 
get full of him and those cravings of your old self-life, they'll diminish and pass away. It doesn't mean that temptations won't be there. The enemy constantly wants to bring the temptation because he's like, well, he used to do this, so let's try it again. Let's throw it in front of his face and see if he'll jump on board again. So there we have to fight the temptation, don't we? Uh-uh, it ain't happening again. See, when your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit, you hinder him from living free within you. Oh, man. See how the enemy works? He wants to hinder you from being who God's called you to be. How can the Holy Spirit move freely through you if you're given into the cravings of your self-life? And he wants to so desperately that he'll even put some things aside. He's done that in my life to show me how much he loved me. And he's so amazing. I know Daryl's dealt with this because it's like, oh, man, I messed up again. How many times am I going to mess up? And then he uses me or flows through me. I like saying that term because use sounds like you use something and throw it away, right? But that's what he desires. He desires to flow through us. And then here he is allowing me as his vessel. Even though I dishonored him, he's like, son, I love you. Put that aside and let's go. Forget about the past. Let's move forward. That's what he's telling us. Now, just get full of me and you'll never even deal with those temptations again. And he says, in the Holy Spirit's intense cravings, hinder your self-life from dominating you. I love that. That's who the Holy Spirit is in you. But you have to know him. You have to tap into who he is in you. Talk to him every day. He's in you. You don't have to look up, look around. He's right there with you. He's in you. says, so then the two incompatible and conflicting forces within you are your self-life of the flesh and the new creation, life of the Spirit. But when you yield to the life of the Spirit, you will no longer be living under the law, but soaring above it. How many of us know all the do's and don'ts of the law? Didn't he say, if you love me, I'll write those on your heart? If you love me, you will keep my commands. It's all tapped into this love. And when you get to know him more and more and more, you realize, man, he loves me so much. Why would I ever want to do those things? And I'm not going to list all of them. We're going to skip down because you guys can read that on your own. 19 through. And now go down to. Twenty two. It talks about the fruit of the spirit.
says, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. I love that because it's, it's not one particular fruit. He said it all flows from divine love. And faith worketh through love, doesn't it? He says it's joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. Well, I need some of that. Kindness in action. A life full of virtue. Faith that prevails. Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities. For they are meant to be limitless. Ooh, I like that. The fruit that is produced in our life, he says, will be limitless. And that only happens when we abide in him. This is what he laid on my heart for today. He's already won the war. The battle's over. Now all we have to do is abide in him. And of course, we have to make that choice, don't we? And the enemy doesn't want us to make that choice because he wants to keep us below who God says we're created to be. He said that we're created in his image, his likeness. He's broken the curse off of us. And I've said this before, but he's come to save that which was lost. And to find that, we have to go back to Genesis. And I, I believe it's three main things. His image, dominion, and relationship. Everything flows out of those three things. If we know him, his image will be prevalent in us will know that we have dominion over all things. The only thing the enemy has in our life is what we give him. And we don't want to give him nothing. He's a defeated foe. That's why he's walking around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for our words to devour them. Words that don't line up with who God says we are. So if we learn to abide in him, that means the enemy's got nothing on us. Just like Jesus said, the enemy has found nothing in me. There's no darkness in me. And we can walk in the same revelation light of who God says we are. Light overpowers darkness. How much of that light are we going to let shine through us? And as I abide in him, he removes things. I was listening to Tony Evans because I like to hear what other people share about, you know, abiding. And he said some things that really sparked an interest. He said, 
Fruit always bears the character of the tree. In other words, you're not going to have an apple tree bearing an orange. Right? So, whose character are we bearing? If I'm in him, I should bear his character. Fruit is always visible. Others will see it. If there's fruit hanging on a tree, you're going to see it, right? And then he said, fruit exists for others, not for yourself. Now, that one really got me. (laughs) Because what God's doing in me isn't for me. It's for those around me. Because I'm here to help you guys. You're here to help me. If I need something, let me pick from your tree. Right? That's like the iron sharpening iron in another way. And I just love how God put this together this morning. He dropped in my spirit to call my brother Dan this morning. Or not this morning, but is it Saturday I texted you? And I didn't know, but they were my friends here. Teresa known her from full gospel they wanted to bring a friend and well Dan knows Tom so talk about divine appointments how he puts things together and for his purpose he so desires for us to come into the fullness of who he's created us to be and there's only one way that happens and that is to abide in him that is That's what he wanted me to share this morning. There's no other way to become who he's created us to be other than to abide in him. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He says, no man can come to the Father except by me. Jesus says, I've come and I've prepared the way, so walk ye in it. So if I want to see how God or how Jesus lived I have to get into this word and read the gospels he said I showed you the way and what did he do man he went off at night and spent time with the father in prayer in communion and we can do that all the time we can continually talk with him because that's what prayer is is communion let's not make it complicated it doesn't have to be me praying for somebody but I can just be talking to the Father because Holy Spirit is in me it's His Spirit the Father's Spirit is in me the Spirit of truth and He will lead and guide you throughout your day if you want His help while you work while you do your housework all you have to do is talk to Him and He will give you Words. He does that all the time to me in so many different ways. Thank you, Lord. I'll read one more scripture. It's in uh, 2 Corinthians 3.16.
who's going to have it before I do? It says, but the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. <laughs> now in context, it's, he's talking about the word. This is what Corinthians was talking about, that you'd understand the Old Testament. But there's a bigger picture here. When we accept him, the veil comes off of our eyes so we can see him. Clearly, the darkness is gone. Now the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. And wherever he is, there is freedom. We can draw. We can all draw close to him. With the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors. Who brightly... Reflect the glory of the Lord. He says that we're all being transfigured. That means transformed. You know how Jesus was transfigured on the Mount of Olives? That's the same thing he wants to do in our life. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. See, there's so many levels in Him. Don't stop. Keep going. There's so much more to Him than what I've ever realized. The more, it seems like the more I know, the, the less I know. Because He's so big, He's so vast. And he desires to share his secrets with us because we're his children. Don't you want your children to have the best in life? Well, God wants his children to have the best in life, and that's us. And that comes because we're in him, and he can share his secrets with us. He can allow us to walk in that because he can trust us. If he can't trust us, he can't give that to us. That's why the power hasn't been manifested like we want to see it. Because people have played with his power and his authority. And he's looking for a people that will be humble before him. Be in him and allow him to move through them the way he desires. And he knows they'll, they'll hold it accountable. That they'll... they'll carry themselves with integrity before him and before others. And I want to be one of those. And I know this house wants to be that way. And we want to see others walk in that. We, not just here. This isn't the only house. We're the body of Christ. And he wants everyone to be who he created them to be and to do their part. And that's what we want to do. I want to be who he's created me to be. I want to walk in that fullness of who he says I am. Not who I think I am. Because, boy, I've had it wrong a long time. And I'm still growing. You can ask my family. 
I don't have it all in the right. But you know what? I want to. That's a desire of my heart. I want that. And I want to change. I want to be the man that God created me to be the head of my house, the, the perfect mate for my wife, and the perfect dad for my children and my grandchildren, the granddad. So I thank you. I thank the Lord for that word. I pray it touches your hearts. He's already done so much this this morning in worship. So I just, I believe that what he's done this morning, he's saying, allow me to finish what I started in you. He wants us all to be with him. In perfect union all the time, not just on Sundays, but every day. It's a daily walk. Thank you, Lord. So, Father, I thank you for what you've done today. I thank you for your word. You're an amazing father and you're showing yourself to us in so many ways. And we just open ourselves up to you afresh, Father, so that you can be who you've created us to be in us. We thank you, Father. We want to thank you for listening in today. At The Will, we believe in cultivating a culture for more of God. Wherever you are in your relationship and walk with God, we believe that there is always more for those who diligently seek after Him. If you would like to find out more, please check out our website at thewellmichigan.com and connect with us on social media.